You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. You know what bothers me? It's from the moment Trump won in 2016, won that election. Uh, I was not saying the election was rigged. I was not saying the election was stolen. I was saddened by the Russian involvement. I felt like they could have corrupted it. It was such a close election. I felt like there was a possibility that outside influence might have affected it to the point where that's why Trump won. And I still believe that's what happened. But that's very different than saying the Republican Party and all of these states rigged the election and the machines were rigged and everything was falsified. That's totally different. You have a legitimate thing that happened, which is Russians absolutely interfered with that election and with every election since. But, I mean, we proved that. We indicted a bunch of them. That's a fact. You also have proven involvement uh, of the Trump campaign with the Russians. So to what degree? We didn't prove that. We didn't indict anybody there. We indicted some people for lying and so forth. We, we, we got, you know, Manafort and so on for some problems that they found while doing the investigation, Robert Mueller's investigation. But we did not prove, you know, uh, any kind of conspiracy involving the Trump campaign. But there was evidence of meetings. They met with Russians and so on. But the point is this. Even if the Trump campaign was in bed with Russia, and he said, Russia, if you're listening, get the emails. Well, that's, that's, that's being in bed with them. Come on. Even if that did lead to the election being tilted to Trump, and even if he won because of that, and even if that was illegal, that's very different than what Trump was saying, which is before that election, before 2016, saying, if I lose, it's rigged. And then he won, so he shut up. And then he said before the 2020 election, if I lose, it's rigged. Then he lost, and he never shut up. And he'll never shut up, ever, about that being rigged. And he'll always drive his people to think that the election was corrupt, and he's ruining democracy in America forever. Those people, and there are a lot of them, will always believe that the election was stolen. They'll never have faith in the system. They don't believe in each state's calculation. They just don't. They believe in all these conspiracy theories. They believe in paranoia. So as long as you have millions of people in this country who legitimately believe that something like a national election that's done individually, state to state, that that could somehow be coordinated to cheat and fix it. If you've got people that stupid and insane to believe that, your country is fucked. How do, you, how do you unbrainwash them? How do you teach them not to be that dumb? You don't because you're not allowed to call them dumb. And this is what I wanted to make this podcast on. What I said in 2016 was not the election was rigged. I was sad about Russia's involvement. I felt and still feel that Trump probably wouldn't have won but for not only Russia's involvement but his collusion with them that we didn't prove. I believe that. I believe Trump would have never made it as president here, wouldn't have gotten enough votes were it not for illegal, underhanded behaviors by Russians. But guess what? I was accepted him as an election winner because we got to do better as a, as a country and stop that shit. You know, we allowed Facebook allowed and others allowed this crap to happen. And we shouldn't we shouldn't allow candidates who get in bed with foreign countries to, to even be in the running. 
his courting of Russians help uh, during uh, the election in 2016 was disgusting. And why was that allowed to go on? We need laws. We need to change our system so that kind of shit is barred so that we don't have these elections that are barely tilted by the Electoral College in the favor of a madman who then stirs up uh, a lunatic fringe for four years and then uh, tries to overthrow a valid election with crazy lies that he makes up. You know, we, we, we needed to prevent that. So I'm not looking at the validity of Trump as one that, winning that election. He won it, even if he only won it because of Russia and his own lying, cheating, and stealing that we never proved. So what? He won it. The point is the states got the votes they got. They certified them. It happened. They were real votes. They just were stirred up by corruption, is my opinion. So the point is there's a big, big difference between stirring up actual valid votes by corrupt means versus what Trump's saying, that these votes are just fabricated, that they're made up, that it's all it's conspiracy. That's insanity. And there's no proof of it. And he had every opportunity to show proof of it, and he couldn't. But the crazy people still believe it. But all that shit aside, it comes down to the crazy people believing it. It comes down to the crazy people voting for him. I mean, in 2016, it comes down to why did they vote for him? And you had a lot of Democrats saying after he won that election four years ago, you know, Hillary didn't talk, didn't go to Michigan enough. She didn't go to Wisconsin enough. She didn't, you know, boots on the ground. She didn't go there and... Uh, address the poor people, the, 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 the lower class, middle class, lower class, not doing well, you know, financial hardship. Trump spoke to them, you know, she's corporation, she's inside, you know, with the Clinton Foundation all those years with Bill and Bill's corrupt. We all know Bill was corrupt and she was corrupt. We all knew she was corrupt. She's so terrible. Meanwhile, that was Russian spin and Republican spin for 30 years against her. Republican spin. They were spinning that shit against her. So it saddened me to see Bernie supporters and others buying into what was spun by the Republicans 20 years before your time. I wanted to tell one of my sons, dude, before you were born, they were saying shit about Hillary, just like what you're believing now. It was the Republicans saying it, trying to undermine her because they knew that she was smart and powerful and one day was going to run for president. They were taking her down way back then. You're believing the shit that the bad guys, the black hat wearing fuckers on the right who don't give a fuck about you, they, were, they started this shit. Republicans, I mean, the Russians in 2016 were only, you know, building upon the lies and the bullshit started by the Republicans in the 90s about Hillary. So what does it come down to? Uh, paranoia and stupidity, uh, the gullibility to believe what makes you feel good, what you want to hear, even though it's fucking off out in left field and r ridiculous and you're off your rocker to believe it. So what I said in 2016, when Trump won, wasn't, it was rigged, it was stolen, fight, 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 this is wrong. What I said was, we should have to give a civics exam to everybody before they take an election, to which my dad said, yeah, they tried that with the black people after slavery, they prevented them from voting, saying they weren't intelligent enough because they couldn't read and write and all this stuff. You know, because they kept them on a plantation and didn't teach them writing and reading, you know. So then when they got free, they said, oh, you're, you're too stupid to vote. You know, you don't, you don't know how to do the processes. Well, I'm saying, no, this is different, Dad. This is different. This is about, first of all, we've evolved. We've grown. So uh, everybody that's allowed to vote now can read and write, hopefully. And if they can't, it's their own goddamn fault because we have an educational system that allows them to learn how to do that. So if they can't vote because they can't read and write, they don't deserve to vote because they were too lazy or stupid or whatever to go through the schooling system that our government pays for for them to learn how to do that. But secondly, 
We've got a whole ignorant group of morons that my dad wasn't aware of. See, I think these last four years have brought him (laughs) more into focus. But we've got a whole group of people now that have learned how to be, how to you know think really bad, stupid things because they're so gullible, gullible because they're so um, unintelligent because they get online and see things that are they don't even know how to consider the source they don't know how to understand a valid piece of information because of where it came from and that same group by the way is taking down mainstream media mainstream media mainstream so they actually think that the vetted valid forms of news are invalid they have bought into a paranoid where up is down and left is right and black is white and you know inside is outside they bought into this crazy non-reality world where they are so paranoid that they reject everything that is actually valid and intelligent and based on learning and skill and progress and vetting. They reject it all because it's corporate, man. It's it's connected. It's connected to the man. You know, it's the swamp in Washington. That's why they bought into Trump. He's going to drain the swamp. He's an outsider like me. He's on TV. I got him. I like the way he talks. He talks real basic. I like that he calls it like he sees it. I don't mind that he grabs him by the pussy or whatever else because that's what we all do. We all wish we could. He's famous. He gets to grab by the pussy. Makes sense to me. I'm voting for him. Women, same thing. The women that support him think, I wish he'd have grabbed my pussy. He's so rich. My pussy would have gotten really, really wet if he grabbed it because he's rich. That's what a lot of these women think. They just value money. I mean, come on. If you're a man, you know that. We know this. I mean, the women can talk all this shit about me too and everything all they want. We know as men that there's a large percentage of the women who will sell out whatever they believe in for a rich guy. You know, And we also know as men that there are a lot of women that will put up with a lot of shit from a guy with a nice cock. In fact, I just watched a movie the other day. What was that? The King of Staten Island or whatever. Very uh, average movie with that, uh, whatever his name is, a comedian guy from Saturday Night Live. And Judd Apatow co-wrote it with him and directed it. But there's a part in it where, I forget his name, the actor from Saturday Night Live, Chris, whatever, I forget his name. Big-lipped guy that has depression that's dated famous people, women. Because he's like, it's funny, in the movie you could see he's like a Lothario with women just because... He's a smart ass and doesn't give a fuck. And he sleeps with women, has no moral connection. So that's what women like. It's funny. He shows that in his own autobiography. How basically he never had a problem with women because he was callous and selfish about them. <laughs> if you're a man, you know. Who are the guys that get the women the most? The ones that are callous and selfish about them. The ones that are rich and the ones that have big dicks. And the scene in the movie, he's talking to the ex-wife of the guy that's dating his mother. And she's taking her ex-husband down, saying he's a bum, he's a loser, he doesn't have all this. And then she goes, you know, he did have a nice cock, though, damn it. You know, that fooled me for nine years of marriage or whatever. It's all because of, you know, he was really good in bed and a nice cock. Yeah, I got to give him that. And, and, and the kid's like, you know, too much information. I don't need to know this. You know? But it was such, that was like my favorite scene in the movie. Because it's true. And there's his ex-wife who hates this guy now and finally got a, got rid of him. But she's basically sitting there admitting, and she had a kid to him, or a couple kids, I think, yeah. She's admitting that she stayed with him because of the way he fucked her and because of the size of his cock. The size. Not just how good he was in bed, the size of his cock. So, look, that's reality, too. Um, anyway, the point is, yes, these women that supported Trump are women that are just being 
kind of the basest guttural side of women that is real that is in some women. It's not in all women. I'm not making general blanket statements. I'm just saying, if you're a man, you've been alive long enough, you've been single long enough in the adult world, not in high school, if you've been a single adult male for any length of time, and I have been for roughly 20 years now, maybe that's why, huh? Maybe because I actually believe this shit about women. Maybe that's why I'm single. That's what people would say. No woman's going to date you. You're jaded. You're bitter. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I was naive believing in the early days after my divorce, I didn't believe any of these negative things about women. I believed all the stupid things that men believe about women, that they're, you know, not really into sex, that they want love first, that they, they, they care about, you know, a connection, emotional connection first. Sex isn't the priority. Money's not a priority. It's more about, you know, the connection of hearts and all the, you know, yeah, I believed that women were a higher species than men in terms of they lived according to higher ideals. You know, they lived their lives. I found out the hard way through being single and dating as, a, as an adult in my 30s, post-divorce, that in fact women are, in my opinion, on the whole, worse than men when it comes to what they value and how they decide who to be with. It's based upon more superficial things than men. Men get the bad rap because they're dogs, they're pigs, they just follow their dicks. Yeah, some people are like this Chris, whatever his name is, this comedian, king of Staten Island you know, guy. Some of them are like that. But a vast majority aren't really of men. Most of us aren't good looking enough to it. Most of us don't have giant cocks. Most of us aren't rich. So most of us are just trying to find someone to connect with. But women, even those nice ones, are vulnerable. Let's put it that way. Vulnerable. They're not bad people. They're not looking for rich or looking for big cock. But if they meet a guy who, let's say, is me, okay? I would say average dick. Just being honest, it's my podcast, I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> See, me, average income, average dick, uh, you know, whatever, versus to meet another guy, more money, bigger dick, one or the other. Who are they going to opt with? Even if I'm funnier, even if I'm smarter, you know, even if I care more about them and will be more loving towards them, they're going to opt for the other guy. And I have to sit and wait until that doesn't work out because he's a prick. Because he has the money and dick, he can just play the women. I got to wait until that falls through for for him uh, before I get my shot with this woman. So what you have to be as a man who doesn't isn't rich or doesn't have the big dick, you have to be patient. You have to be patient as the women throw you over for the other guys that come along. Who and those other guys, most of them that have the money and the dicks, they just play the women. So. They're not going to be with that woman for very long. Now, I mean, they might fall magically in love. They may get married. Hey, there are some nice guys that have big dicks. There are some nice guys, the good guys looking for love who are rich. I give them that, but most of them aren't. <laughs> most of them say, hey, I'm rich. I can use this to my advantage and have a lot of fun sex and a lot of superficial relationships with women. Hey, you know, I have a big dick. Women like me once they fuck me. I can play this. Why would I want to just settle for one woman? I can... Make a lot of women chase after me because of my dick. Why don't I do that, you know? Or, hey, I can treat this woman worse in a relationship because she'll still hold on to me because of my dick or because I'm rich. So they take advantage of that, you know? So as a guy who doesn't have the wealth, doesn't have the big cock, you have to be patient with women as they throw you over when they shouldn't, when you're the better man and you're the far better candidate for what they're really looking for. They throw you over because at the end of the day, they aren't really looking for love and goodness. They're really looking for that superficial thing that makes them excited to be with the guy they got. 
They want to feel, look at me, look at me. Women love attention. They want to show off their ring when they get engaged. They want a big showy wedding. Most of them. Again, it's a generalization. I understand there are some exceptions. But on the whole, on the whole, most of them. It's a good generalization. It's kind of true. It is true. Okay. Most women, truth, want to show off things, want a big show, want attention for their guy. They want to brag about their guy. They want to feel good. They want to feel like I got a guy worth having. I got a guy I can tell my mom about with a stick my chest. I'll be proud, you know, and uh, that comes down to money and cock for them. I mean, the cock's for them because, you know, the guy doesn't go around showing that, but they feel proud that they got a guy who can please them in bed the way they do. And they may even feel embarrassed of that. They might even hate themselves. They might secretly say, why don't you leave him? You know, he, he, he's so good in bed, though. Oh, I can't leave that, you know, just like the mother said in King of Staten Island or the ex-wife. Um, my point of all of this, which was a hell of a sidetrack, but uh, very relevant, it's to say that the people that supported Trump in 2016, the women, and the women that support him in 2020 are those kind of women, and they exist in large enough number to make a difference. Now, the majority of women voted against him because we're, they're not getting to fuck Trump. And he has a small dick, by the way. We know that. <laughs> Plus, they're not getting his money. But those same women that voted for Biden, if they had an opportunity to date Trump, if Trump flattered them, what do you think they'd do? Do you think they'd go for it? Or do you think that they would stand their ground and say, fuck Trump, he's an evil man, he's a horrible person? I don't know. How many of them? How many of them would say, well, he's being nice to me now. He wants to take me out. He wants to take me on a trip to the, you know, the Greek islands. I mean, you know, I think maybe I'll vote for him, you know, because that's, that's fun and exciting. You know, how many of them would say that? I don't know. But that's, that's another podcast, you know, the moral fiber of women, even the liberal ones. You know, even the strong ones that stand for issues, how many of them would buckle in the face of a rich man or a big dick? I don't know. It's an interesting idea. But the, the main thing is all people that voted for Trump, men and women, have that kind of flaw, which is to say they are vulnerable to stupidity. Because a woman that goes with a guy with a big dick or because he's rich, who otherwise is a shit mate, has bought herself into a shit life, whether she knows it or not. You know, that's not going to work for her. He's going to cheat on her. He's going to dump her. Now, some of them do fine with it. Some of them, they get a rich guy. Like, I don't care. He cheats on me. I don't care. He eventually dumps me. If I get him hooked up with marriage, I get a, I get a piece of the pie. From then on, I'll get some of his money. Or I'll get to live for a while and I'll move on to another rich guy. They don't care. They literally don't worry about the immorality of their life, the fact they sold themselves out, the fact that they live in a relationship that's miserable or very unfulfilling. As long as they get their, you know, nails done and their, you know, their pedicures and their, their hair done and they get the, get the fake boobs put in, you know, and the collagen in their lips and so on. They're happy. As long as they get some guy taking care of them, even if it's a miserable relationship and even if it ends in a few years because he moves on to someone younger or whatever, they're okay with that. Some of them. But I think most of us really do in our heart of hearts want to find happiness, true happiness. So I think most of us really would be happier in a poor relationship with someone who's just a wonderful person that we love, who we get along with, who we laugh with, who we want to do things with, who we think like, you know, who we can talk to, who, who, who we can share thoughts with and, and bounce them back and forth. And we can kind of agree because we both have the same sensibilities for life. You know, we need a companion more than we need sex, more than we, we need riches. We need a good, solid companion of the opposite gender. 
I think that's true for most women and most men. So I believe, therefore, that the women that choose the rich guys and the big dick guys are being stupid. They're stupid women. Because at the end of the day, they're selling themselves out. They're going to make themselves chase happiness all of their lives and say, why was I never happy? Because you were stupid. Because you didn't understand what you really needed. And I think it's true of women who voted for Trump and men who voted for Trump. I think these are stupid people because they don't understand what really matters in government. And they think that a, a, a government official who's anti-establishment is great and cool. But when he gets in office and tears down programs that they're relying on, that actually provide them with and their children with income, how cool is it to be anti-government, anti-establishment when they start taking away things you were relying on. Like they're like, yeah, fuck Obamacare. Wait, I don't have health insurance. Where's your health insurance plan? Trump still hasn't put one out. Today's his last day as president. Unless it comes out before noon tomorrow, guess what? Trump never put out a health plan. He kept saying, oh, ours is coming out in a month. Ours is coming out in two months. Ours is coming out in 20 days. Ours... Never come out. The whole time, the whole term, nothing, nothing. It was a lie. It was a lie. So you're stupid if you think, yeah, rip down Obamacare. Take it away constitutionally. And what? And where's your alternative? There isn't one. So guess what? You, Trump voter who has, only has health insurance because of Obamacare, you're fucking uninsured all of a sudden. <clears throat> and if there's no pre, pre-existing condition uh, uh, mandate uh, requiring coverage despite pre-existing condition on Trump's new plan, guess what? You can't even get insurance then. He takes away your Obamacare and now you, you can't get insurance because you have some health issue. And you're saying, wait, wait a minute, Trump, I thought, I thought, That's called stupid, right? So what I thought in 2016 was, oh, my God, when he won, what I thought is there, the Russian thing aside, because even if he had lost without the Russian support, even if he had lost, even if he did engage in criminal election interference and we just didn't convict him, and that's the only reason he won, um, he got a ton of votes. He got a ton of votes, just like he did this last time. He lost fair and square, but he got a ton of votes. And I thought in 2016, just like I think now, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have a lot of really stupid and paranoid and weird and probably crazy, a big chunk of them, too, people in this country. We have a lot of insane people. We have a lot. Mostly, mostly we have a lot of stupid people because he's not. The outsider that rips apart programs and government that is actually helpful to a lot of people. Maybe, maybe he rips apart a program or two that you're glad, you know, because you don't like those gays and you don't want them having this or you don't want trans, or you don't want those blacks getting jobs. Take them down. Yeah, you know, I'm racist. I like that. But then all of a sudden he turns on you too. Look at his own cabinet. Every single member of his cabinet, eventually they, they've quit. They've been fired. He turns on his own. This guy, he's such an outsider that he's a crazy motherfucker who's reckless and has no rules at all and no ethics at all. And you put that guy in charge of the entire country, the best country in the world, you decided that some fucking lunatic, crazy fuck who didn't even earn that much money. You should have read, you should have researched, you should have understood how this rich man wasn't as rich as you thought. And you're buying into a TV presence? Stupid. You're watching a TV show and thinking that's the man who you want to be president? Stupid. So again, they never looked past what they felt in their gut. These Trump supporters that are still fighting for him, they just don't want to hear or see or understand or read about the facts about what he's really done. 
and hasn't done, how he's lied to them and who he isn't, who they think he is versus who he really is. They don't want to understand that different difference. So they're ignoring it. Stupid. That's stupid. Why would you do that? Who does that in life? Who says, I like this person? No, no, no. I don't want to hear the truth about them. I like liking them. And I don't care if everything I believe is a lie. I'm just going to keep on liking them. And I'm going to keep voting for them and put them in charge of the government. And yes, my retirement funds have taken a hit. I've lost thousands of dollars this year. People are dying of the pandemic. I'm going to believe it's all a lie and believe in this guy because I just want to. Who would do that? I'll tell you who. Stupid people. Stupid people. So what I don't like is the fact that here we are, you know, five years out since this started, because his shit starting, started really early on with the primaries, you know, in 2016. Uh, we started to have to digest his garbage. So we've had five years of garbage from this, this man. Five years of stupid people buying into his garbage. And we still aren't allowed... To call his voters or a large portion of them stupid. We got to hear stories about how many of them went to Yale. Many of them are educated and they're intelligent. Come on. We all know why those people voted for him. You know, rich, well-off people, they are always going to vote Republican. They don't give a fuck how immoral or awful or evil even the leader is. They want to control the country. They are authoritarians. They want totalitarianism. They want the Republicans. They... Sure, they'll take an, a corrupt, Ill, illegal, you know, unethical, nasty person because he will give them tax cuts. He will give them the courts. He will give them things that pr- protect and preserve their privileged life. And they, will, they like that. So I don't want to hear about how his voters are educated and well off and the ones that believe the conspiracy things. and all, They're lying. You know, the senators that are pretending like the election was corrupt, they're lying. They know the election wasn't corrupt. The educated ones, the ones that are not stupid, they're just lying and going along to support the masses to, 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 you know, convert his followers into their followers to become president one day. Holly Cruz, that's what they're doing. They're lying. Mitch McConnell, you know, he couldn't go that far. He, he had to stand up for the truth and the, and, the, and the Constitution when it came to the election because he knew he could lose the whole country. If you want to go that crazy, look what happened. They came in and stormed the, the Capitol. If you really want to go in that far, you're going to lose the whole country. So he was at least smart enough to go, I can't be that much of a liar. You know, I lied up to a point, but now I got to draw the line. Well, they didn't. They didn't, you asshole. They didn't draw the line, and they're not going to. They're stupid and crazy. You are just rich and powerful and want to keep your power. So you're manipulating them and lying to them. That's all you're doing. So don't tell me about the educated Republicans, the educated Trump supporters. No, no. Let's talk about the ones that are making this happen, which is the stupid ones. Okay, everyone else who's not educated, who's dumb, who's a dumb person. Okay, let's talk about them and let's call them dumb. And let's not say it's elitist to do so. Because I'm not in trying to be an elitist. I'm just trying to have the country run sanely and smoothly and have a peaceful transition of power. And I want our elections that are valid to be recognized as such. And I don't want people violently killing people, storming into a Capitol building. I want people to understand the rules and the laws. I want the rule of law to matter in the United States. That's all. So in so believing in those things, I have to call a spade a spade. And I have to look at those people, listen to them, see them, the ones that stormed the Capitol, what was the overriding quality that they shared? 
Starts with an S, ends with a stupidity. They're stupid. They shared stupidity, okay? So it's not elitism to say, look, honey, sweetheart, especially if you're talking to a man, dear, honey, mister, when you voted for... When you voted for Trump in 2016, you were really fucking stupid. Hopefully you realize that now. And if you think he he didn't actually lose because he's an evil fucking scumbag, so the people just threw him out on his ass because there are less stupid people in America than 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 you. Um, I mean, there are less number of stupid people than there are smart people. Um, then you're stupid. You're still being stupid. If you think that Trump didn't just lose after four years of being the worst president in the history of the United States, then you're continuing your pattern of stupidity, which I would expect stupid people to do until they die. Because stupid people aren't going to get the education to be unstupid because they're too stupid to think they need it. Stupid people are going to keep being stupid for as long as they absolutely can, which is until they die, until they stop breathing. They're never going to suddenly be smart. So they're never going to think that Biden won this election. They're never going to think that Trump wasn't a great president because it was their very stupidity that led them to vote for him. And they're not going to be any smarter than that ever. So what I discovered in 2016 and rediscovered in 2020 by the number of voters voting for this man is that we have a lot of stupid people in the United States. Now, I think a lot of Democrats don't like saying that because I think we have a group, we have, through the history of our party, had a lot of uneducated, working class type, white collar, I'm sorry, blue collar type people that have been a part of the Democratic Party. You know, people that either graduated only from high school or didn't even graduate, but maybe got a GED or maybe didn't even get a GED. We have them traditionally in the in the Democratic Party in our country. We've had that uh, as a big makeup of our party for years of the labor unions and so forth, the working class. Um, and so technically, a lot of those people are would, would be sensitive to being called stupid or thought of as stupid because they're not educated. But see, that's the difference. That That's a, a subtle nuance, but it's one that I think is very, very, very important here. Education doesn't mean you're not stupid all the time. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, that's wrong. Education. When you get educated, you're not stupid. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. That's why the Republicans that are educated that voted for Trump, they're not stupid. They're just manipulative and they're scumbags and they're trying to get ahead and make money and so forth. And they're being manipulative of others to do so. But here's what I want to say. Lack of education doesn't mean you're stupid all the time. That's what I want to say. When you call people stupid, you're not necessarily commenting on whether or not they went to college, whether or not they're in some profession that has an intellectual basis to it. Uh, you're not necessarily commenting on how much they read, although with a lot of the Trump voters you are, but not, not necessarily. So when you call Trump voters stupid, you're not commenting on, let's say, uh, the black people in the Democratic Party who, who didn't go to college, who were you know prejudiced against and can't, grew up in poor neighborhoods and so therefore never really got ahead in education. You know, that's not com – they're not – stupid doesn't cover the Democrats and the Republicans who didn't go to school. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. Stupid if – you, if you didn't graduate for high, from high school, you can still be a smart person. You can still have good intuition and sharpness and understand people well and, be, and make smart choices and listen. And you can learn. You can still read. 
presumably, if you, if you dropped out before, you know, after learning how to read and write, you can still read and write and you can figure things out on your own. And, you know, maybe you had to go to work or maybe you just couldn't take it or whatever the reason you dropped out, you didn't have the money to go to college. There are all kinds of good reasons now why people that would technically have poor education aren't stupid still because they can still learn and figure things out. And I'm saying calling the Trump supporters stupid is not commenting on the uneducated people, less educated people in the Democratic Party. Um, I don't think education is the demarcation of stupid. Okay. I do think that if you are educated, you're, you're not, you're probably not stupid. I do think education helps you not be stupid, but that doesn't mean that a lack of education makes you stupid. Do you understand the distinction? I think it's hugely important. So I think you can be a Democrat and I think you can be an educated person. And I think you can call Trump supporters who aren't the educated Trump supporters who aren't doing it for selfish monetary reasons. Stupid. And I don't think that's, oh, but what about the Democrats who are uneducated? What about the, and I'm not commenting on education. I'm saying if you're educated, you're not stupid. But I'm saying there are uneducated people who aren't stupid. And then there are the Trump voters. Some of whom have education, but most of whom did things like, I don't know, joined the military and got some education through that, but didn't really pass anything, got C's and D's, didn't care, or maybe didn't, you know, ever they got out of high school and went right into the military. Am I saying a lot of the people in the military are stupid? You're goddamn right I am. Now, as far as the ones who went to college, and there are intellectuals in the military too. There are people that learn quite a bit, sure. But I'm talking about a lot of the people that go right into the guns or go right into the police force or you know, people who prioritize grunt warfare and manliness over real education. I'm talking about a lot of the hunters. Not all the hunters. There are some educated and non-stupid uh, hunters, but I'm talking about the people who just never gave a fuck about learning about anything related to the arts, anything related to uh, nuance, any any reading, any anything at all that involves learning. I'm talking about people that just didn't give a fuck. I'm talking about people who don't have a good sense for right versus wrong. They just go with what, you know, is inflammatory or what, and they have anger issues and they, and they're vulnerable to uh, manipulation. Like, like I was talking about women who fall for the money and fall for the cock. You know, there are men who, who are vulnerable to people who pity them if they fail in their lives, if they can't get a good job, you know, they decide they, instead of taking responsibility and saying, well, I have to get an education or learn a trade and, and, and work hard in order to get a good job. I have to take responsibility for my life and do the things that it takes to get a good job. No, I'm talking about the people who just wait to get a job. Maybe they're gaming on their couch all the time or whatever. They're, they're waiting for their girlfriend to get them a job or they're using their girlfriend's money to live. I'm talking about the loafers. I'm talking about stupid people who refuse to take charge of their own lives or maybe worked and had a good job at a plant because of a family connection, but then it got closed down or fell apart because the economy gets on rough times. And instead of trying to come up with a new plan, they just blame the government who shut it down. Blame whoever they can. Pity themselves. Because it's too hard for them to figure out how to do something. So they just get lazy because they're stupid and they blame others. I'm talking about stupidity as a way you live your life. I'm talking about stupidity about what you listen to and what you believe in. Talking about stupidity in terms of do you look behind the curtain or do you just accept what you're told? And I'm not talking about the paranoid people who say, 
You accept the election is real. You're just sheep. You accept the pandemic. You're a bunch of sheep. Again, stupidity. Because, sure, if some guy or a couple some guys or a couple media outlets said, there's a pandemic and it's killing lots of people, you're gullible, you're a sheep if you buy into that right away based on a few reports. But when you're talking about a world fucking pandemic in every fucking country, reporting deaths, reporting high contagion, and all the scientists and all the reports, it's all just a conspiracy. You're sheep. Then you're not just stupid. You're, you're insane. You're paranoid and you're retarded and you're idiotic. And so... You know, there's a level of stupidity in these Trump people, not wearing masks, not believing in it, not, you know, believing in Trump, despite everything that their eyes and ears and mind could tell them if they opened them up. There's a there's just a level of denseness and an ignorance that goes far beyond whether or not they graduated high school or not, far beyond whether or not they went to college. So I don't think calling Trump supporters stupid is something we should be afraid of. It's not elitist. It's not a commentary on opportunity or privilege. It's not a commentary on white privilege versus black people. It's not something that could boomerang back on us in terms of Democratic Party members who are less educated or less fortunate. It isn't. It's just being honest and real about the truth of people, which is that there are stupid people out there that are just they, – they, they just don't know things and they don't care to learn them and they don't try to learn them. And they, and they never have gotten good at that, and they never will. And a ton of, a shit ton of those in America vote for Trump because he's the easy, inflammatory, self-pitying, grandizing, lying, you know, balloon of hot air that triggers their stupidity to accept as something positive because they're stupid enough to see his horseshit as something that might transform their lives. And it hasn't. But they get behind it passionately as they swig their whiskey or whatever the fuck else and go hunting for another, kill another animal that they don't even eat. Because that's who they are. And they'll always be these guttural, ape-like idiots or these women who just sell out for money or cock. or They're just the stupid people among us. And they're in America. I saw them in high school when I was in high school. I could pin, pick them out, you know, in my bar days when I tried to meet a woman after my divorce and I thought, where are you going to meet a woman? I guess I got to go to a bar because women go there. People hang out there. It's like a party. You know, everybody says, oh, you're in a bar. You're an alcoholic. You're this. No. It's like, where else do you go where people are hanging out and talking to each other? Parties, uh, clubs, uh, you know, bars. And, you know, they do. So, so in those days when I was doing that, I just met a lot of stupid people. Number of them sat next to me at the bar, wouldn't shut the fuck up, talking my ear off, you know? And uh, there's just a lot of stupid people out there. And that's not being elitist. Again, it's not about the English they use, the grammar. It's, it's their level of asserting things that are inane and asserting them as if they're fact and refusing to listen to you explaining, well, that's not exactly true. Can I tell you why? They won't listen. They won't fucking listen. They believe inane things that are idiotic, and that's it. That's stupidity. And what I'm saying about education making you not stupid if you go to college or whatever, it's because you at least learned how to try to learn. You at least are open to trying. You wouldn't have gone to college and, well, I guess some people do. Go to college, never go to class, blow it off, get thrown out. But, I mean, if you actually got a degree from college, you made some effort to read, to study, to learn. 
You understand the process. So even if you didn't do well, even if you got C's, you have a respect for the effort that it takes to go to college, to learn, to listen. You understand how boring it is to sit in a lecture. You understand reading can be boring sometimes. You understand the difficulty of it. You understand writing is challenging. Essay writing on tests is hard. You get it. So even if you weren't particularly good at it, even if you weren't really super bright or sharp enough to pick up information and share it back with people as quickly as some others, you have a respect for the process of learning. Hence, you're not stupid anymore. So what does that mean? It means you, when you run into things and situations, you look behind the curtain, you, you question it. There's some, uh, some semblance of analysis going on in your brain because you appreciate that. And that's how college works. And that's how thinking works. So what I'm saying is there's Trump supporters that went to college that they're just bad people or they made bad decisions or they're greedy or they're rich, but I'm not calling them stupid. But I do believe a lack of education doesn't make you stupid, but certainly there are people who lack education, are stupid, and they ain't going to ever get smart because they never bothered to learn. That's what I'm talking about. Not the people that didn't finish high school who are smart and tried to learn but couldn't hack it or had to leave, like I said, for... Monetary reasons, family reasons, maybe whatever. They're smart people, good people, trying, but they just didn't get the education. Couldn't afford it, whatever. There are a lot of those out there. I think most of those voted for Biden. I think most of those are Democrats. Because if you're still smart in your soul, in your heart, even if you didn't get the education, you could see through Trump. It's not hard. He's as transparent as they come. And he's as evil and bad a man as they come. So I don't believe you could be a smart person unless you're a manipulative, rich, you know, fuck like the Republicans that like Holly and Tr Cruz and McConnell and all those in the government and on all other walks of life. I think that if you're an intelligent person, unless you're a scumbag, you're not going to go with Trump because you see right through him and you see how awful he is. So what my rationale, my belief then and now is the reason Trump got so many votes in 2016, he got so many votes in 2020, is there's too many stupid people in America. Now, how can we remedy this? Well, number one is we have to recognize it. We can't say, oh, don't call him stupid. That's elitist, that's wrong. No, we have to. We have to get ourselves, at least, those of us who aren't stupid, to acknowledge, A, we're not stupid, we're okay. It's okay to say that. It's not elitist to believe in yourself. Even if you didn't go to high school or graduate high school, you could say, you know what? I'm not a stupid person. I believe in learning. I wish I could learn more. I like to listen. And I saw through Trump. So I'm not stupid. <laughs> Good. Okay. So we need to all gather together, those of us who are not stupid, regardless of our educational levels, acknowledge that we're not stupid. And we need to acknowledge that the people that voted for Trump, the vast majority of them, the ones who aren't the Republicans who want, you know, are looking for money and greed and who the other ones, we need to acknowledge that they're stupid. They're stupid. They need our help. They're dumb. They're dumb as fuck. They're dumb as rocks. And they need our help. And if we just dismiss them as idiots, the idiots that they surely are, they're not going away. Like I said, they're going to remain stupid the rest of their lives. Now, if we try to help them, will it work? No. As I said, stupid people that stupid, they're never going to get smart. They're never going to listen. So how do we help them? How do we help them? Well, we laugh, we listen, and we ignore their political talk. We completely ignore their paranoia. We ignore their uh, misinterpretations of what's going on, their, their false realities. And we try to connect with them 
in the ways where they aren't stupid. Because even stupid people have some things they're actually, you know, could be smart about. Like they could like a TV show that you like, or they could uh, they could know something about cars or know something about uh, travel or you know. Uh, food. They could have good taste in food. There are things that even stupid animals known as human beings can actually have good taste in that you can connect with them in. And why does that matter? Because we need to keep them close. Because you know the phrase, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And my friends, these stupid people, the millions of them, the millions of idiotic, moronic, dumbass, stupid people that voted for Trump, the ones who weren't educated, the ones who weren't into money, the ones who aren't manipulative, the dummies, the dummies who voted for Trump. We need to keep them close. We need to keep them even closer than each other. We need to keep them closer than our family members and our friends and our loved ones. And some of them are family members, by the way, for you, not for me, but some of them for you, I'm sure, are family members and everything else. We need to keep them close to us and we need to try to connect with them because they're our enemies. Their stupidity makes them a very, very dangerous threat to this democracy. And you saw that on display on January 6th. You heard those dummies and their stupid comments and their stupid beliefs and their rage and everything and wearing their military things and their police badges and all the bullshit and the weapons. A bunch of fucking dummies. They have weapons. They're morons. They're idiots. And we need to keep them close. And we need to connect with them about movies, about sunshine, about flowers, about sex, whatever, whatever it is we can connect with them. We need to keep them close because they are our enemies. Stupidity is our enemy. And, and, and this is even more important than keeping the dummies close to us to avoid them taking over the country and being violent and so on and so forth. Keep your enemies close or keep them closer than your friends, but also Going forward, going forward, we need to eliminate the number of dummies. We need to reduce the number of morons in America. How do we do that? Education, education, education. We need to, we need to push people to stay in school. We need to push them to go to college. Because like I said, at least that process will open up their mind. And, and the dummy that would have voted for Trump might become a non-dummy. The smart guy who didn't go on to college and didn't vote for Trump, he should go to college too. Everybody should go to college. We should, we should have f- free college in America. We should have a better educational system overall. And we should, when people are not yet dummies, when they haven't fallen into the trap that would support Trump, that is when they're younger, when they're more vulnerable, when, they're, when they still are open to learning even if they don't know it yet. <laughs> That's when we need to talk to them about the civics of American government, how it operates. We need to make them excited and interested in government. We need to make them see that it is still an intellectual thing too, that just strapping a gun on your waist and saying, I'm taking a gun to Congress. Hey! That's not it. That's not going to cut it. We need them to understand that you've got to figure out how to work with people, listen to all sides, how to cross the aisle. We need to get people to be see more nuance in all aspects of life because true intelligence is the ability to see that a lot of things, most things are shades of gray and how to work within those shades of gray and to be productive and positive and loving and giving and sharing and work you know, with a, a productive forward-leaning bent to our, to our existence. That's what we have to teach people to do. And it takes getting them when they're still vulnerable and sharing 
insight with them and allowing them to learn. Better educational systems in the schools, better secondary educational systems, and free college, an opportunity to grow and learn in universities. And I think if we took this wonderful mixed bag of Americans, this melting pot, and we, and we enabled them to be smarter, you know, not only would our democracy not undergo a radical shifting and crazy almost overthrow of the stupid, but we actually would grow and become even a better uh, country and, and get back to our standing as the greatest country in the world and achieve wonderful things with the brilliance of our culture, with, with the mix of people that we have here. So much brilliance here to tap into. Uh, but I think it takes, in order to do that, that all sounds good, right? And that's all positive. So that's all the, a lot of people want to talk about. Even Biden, he just wants to talk about, you know, getting along and going forward and unity and all this stuff. That's all fine. But I believe that the only way we're going to really make progress as a country and stay safe and keep our democracy safe is to acknowledge we aren't stupid. They are. And we need to connect with them in ways that we can relate. They can relate to us to keep, to keep an eye on them to keep them from getting into trouble. And going forward, we need to educate all of us better and stop the stupid, stop the spread of moronic, idiotic, dummy stupidity that is happening in this country. Stop them. Prevent more of them from growing. I'm not saying <laughs> don't let them have sex and make babies. I'm not talking about invading their private lives. I'm saying the culture itself, you know, infiltrate it with education, with wisdom, with insight, Help these people before they get indoctrinated into the world of the dumbasses. Help them to understand uh, the potential they have to not be stupid. The potential that's out there for them to understand the nuance and the shades of gray and the beauty in understanding that, you know, and, and, and help them see the excitement of learning and, and, and listening to others. Help them see the beauty in sharing thoughts, not in dominating and controlling and overriding other people's thoughts with your own. Help them see the excitement of learning through osmosis and sharing and, and distributing and, and argument and debate, healthy debate, not violence. Help them see the benefit of that. And then you'll reduce the number of stupid. And this threat that we have, the stupid threat we have in America will, will go away, hopefully forever. But until we do that, we've got to acknowledge it and see it and realize it and say it and not be ashamed of saying it. You know, <laughs> way too many people in this country are stupid, stupid, and they voted for Trump. And that's why we had that problem. We had this Trump situation because we have a stupidity problem in America. We just need to admit that, see it, say it, and work on dealing with it. It's not going to go away and it's not a biased thing and it's not an elitist thing and it's not going to boomerang back against the people in our party and our democratic party who are uneducated because it's not about education per se. It's if you're uneducated, you can still be smart. But if, you know, then there are the rest of those people. They're uneducated and they're fucking stupid or they're barely educated and they're fucking stupid. And we have to acknowledge them and we have to call them out and we have to make them understand that they're stupid, or at the very least, like I said, associate with them, connect into them, smooth them over, and then work diligently to stop their spawning by, by creating better educational systems and free college and trying to get to them when they're younger 
and sharing the ideas of, of learning and the beauty of it and the beauty of working with other people who have differing views than you. How beautiful that can be. We need to get, we need to get on that. We need to get on that ASAP because otherwise I see a stupidity revolution occurring in this country and it could take us down if we're not careful. I love you. Yabba da boop